1: We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It still gives us the life. Live. The reality is, he is
0: all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws
2: us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, Real Presence Radio listeners. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful first full day of Autumn. My name is Amanda Ellercamp. I am joined by my lovely co-host, Kelly Schneider. We're coming to you live this morning from Dickinson, North Dakota, in southwest North Dakota. We are broadcasting from Trinity High School this morning in the Fisher Commons. The hustle and bustle of the students will be heard in the background for these first uh, segments as kids are coming in and getting ready to go to class. And it's just a beautiful fall morning, Kelly. It felt fallish this morning. It was chilly. It felt fallish
3: and I thought of my mom and dad who were out of town and I didn't go cover their garden. <gasps>
2: it's okay. Ours didn't. We didn't have anything on ours. I think okay, we were okay That's a relief
3: because my mom has these beautiful Big peppers on, and I'm really looking forward to mm. stuffed peppers made by my mother. And so, if they froze, I'm not getting those. Oh man. But
2: hopefully, we're all God willing, okay. really, he'll be okay. And hopefully, they'll be okay. We can hope. Yes. We can hope. Well, we've got a great show planned for you here this morning, listeners. We have got Monsignor Tom Richter with us this morning for the first full hour. We're going to be talking about discernment of spirits this first full hour, and then just looking ahead to our second hour. Maria Scari, the president of Trinity Catholic Schools here on location, giving mm-hmm. us some exciting updates of what's going on in our campus and in our school system. And then we're going to um, take it over to Aberdeen and have Rick Klein on the phone talking about some Hall and Fame inductees that's going to be happening in Aberdeen. So mm-hmm. we're going to uh, go from mm-hmm. southwest North Dakota to eastern South Dakota this morning as we uh, go across the listing area. That'll be great. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. It's going we to trust. Be a really good we show. trust it will be. Yes. So, uh, as I said, Monsignor Tom Richter, uh, the pastor of Queen of Peace Parish, just across the parking lot here from Trinity, Monsignor, you just came across the way this morning right. to be with us. That's wonderful. So, uh, when wondering before we jump into uh, the
4: Ignatian rules of discernment that we're going to continue
2: going through, if you could please lead us in prayer this morning.
4: Love to name the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Loving Father, we thank you for another day. We ask you for the grace to love you with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, to love our neighbor as ourselves. We offer to you all our joys and sorrows that it may be offered in a way that brings about salvation to us and to the whole world. Mary, we thank you for your intercession. We ask you to wrap your mantle around all those who are suffering and having a difficult time. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the, name of the father, the son, the holy spirit. Amen. And all for Amen. Jesus.
2: Thank you. Monsignor. Thank you, Monsignor. So how how are you this morning, Monsignor, in this I'm, first day of autumn?
4: I'm well. You're well. I'm well. Uh I love autumn. I love fall. Any guy who's healthy should love fall. <laughs> it's uh the crisp weather is sort of Thank a you. masculine thing. The colors are football hunting mm-hmm. yeah
2: hunting season mm-hmm. all those yeah all those things i always say that i'd really like fall more if i didn't know what was coming after Yes. Like I could just really enjoy it, live yeah. in the moment. So live that's going to be my resolution this fall. I'm going to try and like live in the moment and not look forward to the 20 below. That's, that's coming. Beautiful. That's that, that's my that's my thing. So uh, you were going to be visiting with us this morning. We got you for a whole hour. I'm excited about that. Uh, the Ignatian Rules of Discernment. Now, right before we went on, we were talking about the last time we covered six and seven, it was like the beginning of summer. So I was thinking like we've, we've covered like a whole season now. Hmm. and now there's a season for everything in your back. Ah, nice. So
4: so uh, we can sort of do this seasonally. It's
2: like a seasonal. Yeah, I like that. It's a I, good way to start I, the season.
4: I thank you for call, uh, inviting me back. Where did we leave off?
2: So I minute. think the last time we were discussing, we had gone over six and seven, rules six and seven. <laughs> so... Um, I know this is asking a big, this is a big job. He knows what I'm going to say. Could you maybe bring us up to speed? Just real quick, like the, the Reader's Digest version
4: of no, St. Ignatius. It's so hard, but, but uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do our best. So big picture. Big picture 30, for those who feet. have
2: not heard your other segments on Discernment this. Discernment yeah.
4: of spirits. We need to get this right. I, I th- People, when they hear discern, they always jump to, I got to make a decision about something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that that I think tends to really be confusing and distort the the most important parts of discernment. So discernment to discern is to distinguish one thing from another. Discernment of spirits is distinguishing one spirit from another. There's three steps in distinguishing uh, one spirit from another: awareness understand, take action. Awareness of what we call spiritual movements, thoughts, feelings, and desires that are stirred, by, stirred in us by the spiritual world. St. Ignatius d- divides those two worlds into good spirit, bad spirit. Uh, if you want to keep it simple, uh, the Holy Spirit and uh, personified evil. Okay. So the first step is becoming aware of those thoughts, feelings, and desires that are stirred by them in us that don't come from us. That is such an important thing. And I think in many ways, that is the most um, lacking in a person who is not good at discernment. The, what what uh, is the most lacking in that person is awareness. Awareness of the movements of the good spirit, bad spirit. The second is then understanding. What are you understanding? You're understanding the source of these thoughts, these feelings, desires. Is it from the good spirit? Is it from the bad spirit? That is crucial as well, this understanding, so for example, for example, uh, Amanda and Kelly, I think uh, a common thing would be what we call, especially in your world, Amanda of counseling negative self talk mm-hmm. i think I think when a person starts to understand and really get to be aware of what 's behind negative self talk it 's not self talk it 's someone else talking to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And so that is the second step, understanding, oh my gosh, this isn't just my psychology, this just isn't my humanity, this isn't just my nature. Someone other than me is talking to me.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: And so it would more rightly be described not as negative self-talk, right? But uh, the bad spirit speaking to me. And so now uh, I understand the source rightly. Huh. Um, I think I think uh, the vast majority of what we describe and in the um, therapist world described as negative self talk is actually from a spiritual source.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: From a spiritual source, and so- that
2: awareness, Monsignor. You know, just as you were talking about that that. I would agree that that's really what's lacking, right? Because we we can't make a decision about something until we understand what's going on internally and where are those voices, for example, coming. You know, we we have to start at the beginning of that. We can't just jump right to decision.
4: Mm. That's right. Exactly. So so, something as simple as right in this high school, uh, junior high, uh, the student that walks around and inside of him is or or her, I'm not loved.
3: Mm. I'm
4: Mm -hmm. alone, right? That we would call that negative self-talk, but but that's coming from a spiritual source because it's not true, right? Because the Blessed Trinity is with this person really, and that's not just nice pious language. It's true. It's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to start to start understanding the real sources of these things is crucial in in being able to enter into a world where i experience god enough and am aware of god enough and his movements where i can now choose him which is what discernment is about the the which is the third step the third step is taking action so that which is from the bad spirit i uh turn away from i don't consider i don't think about i don't dwell on i don't entertain um and that which comes from the thoughts feelings desires that come from god I do consent, I do believe, I do interiorize, I do hold firm to, I follow, I obey, I surrender to. That's the 30,000 uh, 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 foot view Yeah, of, thank you of for that, Monsignor.
2: So for, for our listeners, again, if you're just tuning in or just to wrap that up, we're talking about the discernment of spirits. Uh, based on the reigns of Saint. Ignatius of Loyola with Monsignor Victor this morning, and to distinguish one thing from another is what we mean by discernment, so not so much to decide or to take action right got now, it. Got it. and to do that, we first have to have awareness, then we have to have understanding, then we take action that 's right, and those other two steps are like not negotiable like you can you can 't jump <laughs> ahead of those right we can't and so often we do that right mm-hmm. We just move to like, well, I have to choose, I have okay. to take action like hold hold on, put the brakes on, step back. Um, and thinking about where are those like you said those movements those voices coming from because if someone's thinking or hearing you know i'm not loved i'm a horrible person or those sort of things and believing it and mm-hmm. believing it mm-hmm. there's there is something there to say mm-hmm. well that's not true because that's not of god cuz god does not talk to us that way that's right mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know our our loving father does not speak to that's us right. that way mm-hmm. and if
4: i if i spend my day uh, sitting in that Consenting mm-hmm. to it
2: mm-hmm.
4: believing it, I will never be able to follow God because i 'm actually following that which is opposed to God, mm-hmm. and therefore i won 't be able to know the decision God wants uh me to make because i'm i 'm actually not uh not following him i 'm mm-hmm. listening to that which is opposed to him i don 't live by faith mm-hmm. yes so yes. That, that that's crucial now um so so that we don't uh <laughs> <laughs> Just repeat what we did six months ago, Amanda. Yes. Um, or a few months ago. So, So then, next step, next step, St. Ignatius calls the movements by the good spirit and the movements by the bad spirit in these general headings called spiritual consolation, spiritual desolation. Yes. So he has collectively called all the things God does in our soul all the thoughts, feelings, and desires he does to attract us, he calls all of those spiritual consolation. All of that which the enemy stirs in us, the bad spirit, he calls spiritual desolation. Therefore, therefore, discerning is about receiving spiritual consolation, believing it, following it, and uh, rejecting spiritual desolation, not believing it, not following it, not dwelling on it, not entertaining. That is uh, the the nice just kind of framework of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Within that framework are 14 rules. We ended with uh, rule six last time. We're going to pick up, or six and seven six last and time. Six and seven, We're yes. going to pick up eight and nine. So after break, we'll uh, yeah. quickly summarize six and seven and then jump into eight and nine. Perfect.
2: That's awesome. That I love great. that framework. Always, always learning and such rich uh, material for us and for our listeners here this morning, Monsignor. Well,
4: the, the fresh, crisp uh, fall air has cleared my head.
2: Right. <laughs> it's contributing to our discussion this morning. I'm thinking,
3: too, you know, highly applicable to, um, I'm thinking of our students walking around. Yeah. And I'm, what came into my mind was top 20. And, oh, yeah. And Amanda knows about twenty twenty. We can talk about that later. But 90-10. Huh. 90% of our happiness and success is tied to our inside world. 10% is t- t- tied to nice. our outside world.
1: Yeah. Very,
2: so. so being I like to, tune That's right, to that, yeah. love it. It's very, yeah. Listeners, That's don't go away. We've got lots more uh, for you this morning on Real Presence Live. We will be right back after this short break.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
2: Good morning, listeners. Thank you for staying with us over the break. We are... Live this morning from the Fisher Commons at Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota, I'm Amanda Ellerkamp, joined by my co-host Kelly Schneider, and we are visiting this whole hour with Monsignor Tom Richter, who is the pastor at Queen of Peace Parish here in Dickinson, North Dakota. And before the break, Monsignor, you were kind of reviewing for us of the, the kind of big picture of the Ignatian Discernment of Spirits and kind of the. The guiding principles I guess that go with that. And so there's fourteen rules that go under that. And um, right after the school year was over at uh, the beginning of summer we talked about rules six and seven. So uh, maybe we can kind of jump in there of what what are those rules about as a preface of before we go into eight and nine here later in the programming.
4: I just want to encourage you Mandy and Kelly to to jump in at any point, especially mm. if you have, you know, relevant sort of concrete things that, yeah. that would mm-hmm. be helpful for our listeners. Mm-hmm. But so, so the, the three steps, awareness, understand, take action. So these 14 rules and and then uh, God's activity, we call spiritual consolation, that which is against God and against us, uh, the bad spirit, we call spiritual desolation. So now these rules all get focused on how does one receive consolation mm. So when God is stirring, what is what is a person supposed to be doing so they can receive that, believe that, live from that, follow that? Right? To remain in Jesus is to follow spiritual consolation mm-hmm. and to be faithful to it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other thing, the uh, main focus of Ignatius in these rules is how to reject spiritual desolation this is his primary focus Spirit, uh saint ignatius thinks the great problem for humanity is rejecting spiritual desolation not listening to the enemy for ignatius he sees our bigger problem isn't listening to god and the challenge to listening to god he sees the big problem for humanity is we're tempted to listen to the enemy
2: Mm. So, and listening to the wrong voice, and exactly. then and if we don't have that awareness, as we That's were right. talking about earlier, <laughs> then we're acting yeah. out of that place of desolation right. instead of consolation.
4: He sees the fundamental, the fundamental challenge for humanity in order to follow God is first and foremost about rejecting that which is opposed to God. So, rejecting the voice, the primary way. We follow God is first by rejecting that which is against him and if we're not rejecting that which is against him spiritual desolation the activity of the enemy we see this with Adam and Eve right mm-hmm. then we don't follow him um so it's less it's less about rejecting God and more about consenting to the enemy if, if I can say that really so
2: in a practical way monsignor what might that look like in our spiritual lives, that desolation, or what might cause that, or how might one experience that maybe?
4: Very good. So you're a teacher. You teach a class. The class doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. Class doesn't go well. You have in your mind uh, a discouraging thought, uh, dang it, I was hoping it, it would have gone this way, that way. And then pretty soon that leads to, uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be a teacher. Mm. Or, um or what you had planned and was what was so exciting to, to cover the the next day mm-hmm. uh, says um may, maybe maybe that isn't work I, I got it so. you you are now you are now in the midst of being pulled into spiritual desolation
2: mm-hmm.
4: a priest right a, a priest puts a bunch of time into his homily um he's hoping uh that this uh, brings great good uh into into uh, God's people that he's been chosen to serve, um there's excitement about it. there's energy around it. Uh, the homily doesn't go well um he 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 his own personal experience of delivering the homily is um, sort of uh, distant, no awareness of the presence of God with um, um feels like it was heavy, um not received well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a comment or something after mass. Kind of confirms that at least in his mind, mm-hmm. and he goes back to his rectory discouraged, like um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I can be an effective priest, effective pastor, blah blah. blah. This is now all spiritual desolation happening. Uh-huh. Hi, you're a farmer. You're a farmer. It's a drought. Uh, it looked good for a while, but now it's dry. Everything's shriveling up. Your corn's shriveling up. It's windy. Um, and now you're out, uh, in your tractor and stuff is blowing around and, uh, you, uh, you wonder if you chose the right life Mm -hmm. and what's this all about Mm -hmm. and why get up early and do all this work, uh, only for whatever you're now spiritual desolation is coming at you. So in those, in those moments, um, one needs to identify what's happening. This isn't just a human thing.
2: Mm. Yeah. So then, what do we? What do we do with that? Very good, Monsignor. Our listeners are going, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I really resonate with that. that. I've experienced I've that." Doubt. You know, and that's that's spiraling. There you what, go.
4: What do we do, or what what don't we do? Mm-hmm. Well, well, the, the the first thing is the first thing is right. So we're aware of that. The second is understanding that isn't just me talking to mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That isn't just me having a difficult day. Yep. There is there is another person involved that sees a weak point in me and knows how to pull me to a place away from, from uh, resting in God, away from trusting in God, away from confidence in God, away from letting God as my Father and my uh, my good Lord who takes care of us define my life and pulls me into this place. Mm-hmm. And so I need to have clarity of the source of this. And therefore, once I have that clarity um i i then right i quickly as quickly and firmly as i can i in in what the mystery of everybody's own heart right one should turn and be with god there whether it's jesus i trust in you whether it's jesus i surrender this to you Mm -hmm. father thank you for taking care of my family Father, thank you for choosing me to be a priest and for these beautiful people you've given me. Da, 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 da. And
2: I think that simple recognition, Monsignor, is something that we kind of overlook sometimes. We think, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, and we kind of pass by it. But it's so powerful because we're engaging mm-hmm. our will there totally. to say, I know mm-hmm. this is not the voice of God, In God does not talk to me like that. So even though I might not feel good about this right now, i 'm going to make a conscious decision to turn towards God in this moment and not listen Perci- to this yeah. voice of desolation that 's right in this moment
4: exactly pre- precisely the, the reason i don 't feel good in this moment is precisely because i 'm rece- i 'm experiencing what is in the enemy
2: yep. yes yeah
4: what he feels i 'm feeling yep yes this isn 't just a human thing
2: mm-hmm.
4: so um the recognition, the re- recognition, Amanda, and then the second is relationality. I need to not just sit in my mind thinking this is spiritual desolation. Although that's a great that's a great start. start. Yeah, I need then to turn and relate to God. There, mm-hmm. I need to turn and relate to God. There. So, like, if a weakness, if a weakness of a person is jealousy, and they feel jealousy coming at them. And that, that thing that punches them in the stomach. They need to be aware that this is a spirit of jealousy. And now they should turn and ask Jesus to protect them, to heal them, whatever. Yes. To reject it and to turn and relate. To not just sit and think alone in my mind, oh yeah, this is jealousy, this always happens to me. I know I shouldn't have this. This isn't good. It takes so much uh, joy out of my heart. I shouldn't feel this way about her just because she's prettier and smarter and all that. But rather, no, this is, this. I'm being attacked. Jesus, protect me, heal me. I don't want to follow this anymore. Um, I entrust, thank you for blessing this person, blah, blah, blah.
3: Mm-hmm. I really like the simplicity of that thought behind when we are in that place of spiritual desolation, it can be a simple nod of Jesus protect me there mm-hmm. Jesus I feel this here protect me here or Jesus I trust in you like it doesn't have to be um, right it doesn't we don't, we don't have to go run to the church for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah, it doesn't to be complicated Or you know what I mean we exactly. don't, it doesn't have to be complicated exactly mm-hmm. a, it can be a very simple nod of an acknowledgement of <laughs> Jesus is here present in my life it I'm does. turning to him right now as if he's sitting right next to me and saying would you help me here? Yes. yes. You know, in, a, in right? a
2: real act of faith and trust yes. to do that, to believe that yeah. Jesus is there and that, that, yep. that what might seem like a simple movement can have a, a real impact on the situation That's, we're experiencing here yes. right now.
4: That's right. That's right. Kelly. Right. If, if one starts to live this by, by necessity, you start having a relationship with Jesus by sheer necessity. Mm-hmm. You start having a daily lived personal relating to him throughout the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So the more one grows in discernment, the more one grows in his need and awareness to turn and be with Jesus and all these things Jesus has to do for me. Um, uh, be, be, because of this dynamic I've become aware of in my life mm-hmm. that I'm not fighting. I'm not in a fight with myself.
3: Yeah. Mm hmm
4: um and so yeah i think one of the great one of the great blessings of of growing into sermon is wow i actually start relating to jesus more
2: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and very and that's very powerful mm-hmm. you know uh in a in a great foundation then for what comes next, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? In that, mm-hmm. listeners, if you're just joining us, we are discussing the Ignatian uh, rules of discernment with Monsignor Tom Richter, who is the pastor here in Dickinson at Queen of Peace Parish, uh, talking about consolation and desolation and how to distinguish those things, and then what to do with those with those movements. So, um, we're blessed to have Monsignor with us the whole hour. Uh, today, so we're going to take a little break here. But after that, yeah. we're L- going a to break. a little
4: a little a little
2: break. A little break. Yep. <laughs> we've got let's so much to cover. We don't yeah. have time. No time let's, for breaks. So. Get this moving. Uh, we're going to uh, continue to move through some of these rules that we've been discussing with you, Monsignor. So don't go away, listeners. We will be right back with you on this beautiful first day of autumn.
0: Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on The Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is
4: 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183 of which... He only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible?
1: Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and
4: more on Awaken every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central here on Real Presence Radio Network.
0: Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with
2: Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
2: Good morning, listeners. Thank you for staying with us through the break. I'm Amanda Ellercamp, joined by my co-host Kelly Schneider. We are live from Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota, continue to be joined by Monsignor Tom Richter, who is a pastor at Queen of Peace here in Dickinson, and we are discuss- discussing the Ignatian Rules of Discernment. So, Monsignor, so much to cover. Without further ado, we want to get back to do a brief review of Rules 6 and 7, which we covered like at the end of the school year, right. so we can maybe get into 8 and 9, God willing, the second half an hour. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll okay, see. here we
1: go,
4: here we go. Here we go. So uh, 6 and 7. 6 and 7 are about when one is in a time of spiritual desolation, what does one do? Okay. Huh? So when one is in a time of spiritual desolation, when one is aware of the being acted upon, right, the movement of the enemy, uh, what does one do? Rule 6, Ignatius says four things. You do four things. And the first is prayer. You pray, right? You, you pray just as we were talking about before the break. Mm-hmm. And and this prayer is simple. Jesus help me. Mm-hmm. Jesus help me.
2: Perfect. I like that. Jesus,
4: I hate spiritual desolation. Mm-hmm. By the way, listeners, you can say hate in that regard. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Jesus protect me, Jesus heal me, whatever. But mm-hmm. the prayer is is largely a prayer of petition around Going against what this spiritual desolation is saying, doing, etc. Prayer. The second, the second he says is a meditation. Meditation, but meditation understood rightly. This isn't having big, big uh, sort of ivory tower thoughts. Meditation is about grabbing onto something that you've learned from the past that helps oppose this.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm.
4: So, for example, a psalm verse. That that helps, and so I grab on to that. Uh, a sacred picture. Um, mm-hmm. A thought. A thought. I've been here before,
1: mm-hmm.
4: all right? The last time we had a family reunion, I got jealous uh, uh, with this person, and th- I know this passes, I know where this comes from, and then that helps just kind of break the... the um, strength of this the third is um, um, uh, a suitable fasting a suitable penance Mm -hmm. a suitable penance being um, but it has the the key word is suitable Mm
1: -hmm.
4: so suitable penance meaning doing rather opposite of what this is like so so if uh, spiritual desolation makes one grouchy makes one grouchy and wants to avoid people, my suitable penance is I smile and I greet people. If uh, desolation makes one go into a workaholism and being hard on themselves, Mm. um, a suitable penance could be uh, something lighter, doing something uh, more enjoyable to go against it. Okay? Uh-huh. So a suitable penance. The other is a reflection, namely with, with the Lord going back to see where this began.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Right. So the teacher goes home at 6 PM and is now being unkind to her family. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And goes back to the classroom when the kids didn't respond well. And that's when this sadness and discouragement came into the person. And that's where it all started.
2: Yeah. You know what I was thinking of, Monsignor, as you were talking about all those things, the prayer, the meditation, the suitable penance, and then that reflection of it it pulls us out of ourselves, yeah. right? Which is what we're called to. as Christians that we're called for, to relationship, to relate with God, to relate with our family, with our friends, with others. We're in, we're in that desolation the The devil, the evil one, wants to to pull us away from that right He wants to cut us off he wants to make us feel like we 're in despair, and these simple acts call us back to relationship with God relationship with the right when i 've pulled mm-hmm. out of myself and I have to f- smile at my family even though i don't feel like it mm-hmm. right it's calling us outside of ourselves, which is what God wants from us right it's it's re mm-hmm. uh, attaching those bonds in that mm-hmm. relationship. Uh,
4: in, a, in a very simple way, and and it, when one does this well, there's a certain there's a certain self understanding, a certain self mercy that happens. Right, this I'm in am in desolation. That's why this is happening, and so now I can have a certain sort of mercy toward myself. Mm. That I'm being that I'm being beaten up by the bully. And so now uh, there's, there's a certain mercy that happens uh, in regards to oneself. And so now one can, uh, there's, there's a bit of distance created, spiritual distance in my seeing this. And now I can, I can uh, maneuver better. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times people have been helped just by after they get done sharing and I say, oh, wow. So you're, you're in spiritual desolation, huh? And j- mm. just by naming it for mm-hmm.
2: them
4: brings them relief.
2: Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not just me doing something Ex- wrong exactly. now. It's not just mm. God abandoned me or I'm a bad person or I've made these right. bad decisions. That's why I feel this way. Again, pulling us outside of ourselves yeah. instead of putting all the the blame on ourselves. Because yeah. we can be very good you know, the, at
4: doing that. The voice of spiritual desolation is really uh, very often you got to try harder.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You if, did this
3: wrong. If,
4: if you wouldn't be, the, if you would just be more this, more this, mm-hmm. more this, more this, more this. And so it's this taskmaster mm. yes. of just grinding a person. Which is the
2: opposite of what God wants of mm-hmm. us, right? He wants us to trust in him and to surrender to him because it's, we're not in control right. and it's mm-hmm. not all about yes, us. Exactly. Uh, so when, to again, have that awareness of what is this voice saying? Mm-hmm. What is, What is the underlying message here? And is that really of God? If That's it's right. that I can fix it. That's, That's right. you know, a red flag.
4: That's right. Okay. We've got to move on, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Keep, um, Keep this so, train rolling. <laughs> <laughs> so rule six is what to do in a time of spiritual desolation. Yep. Rule seven is how to think okay. in a time of spiritual desolation. How we are to think about this. Okay. And uh, Ignatius says we are to see spiritual desolation from God's perspective. And from God's perspective, spiritual desolation is a trial that he allows, does not cause... Spiritual desolation is always the experience of the enemy. God never, ever, 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 ever causes spiritual desolation. Mm -hmm. So we are to understand and think uh, and see spiritual desolation the way God does. It's a trial that God, that a loving God permits. It's a trial that a loving God permits. It's not a problem. It's not a big mistake. Uh, It's a a trial that our loving God permits for one reason, for us to reject it. That's all. And by rejecting spiritual desolation you grow in faith you grow in faith by rejecting spiritual desolation and accepting and receiving the love of god right and it's, it and, and it makes sense uh-huh. so if i say if if, if uh, you have a person walking around with you all day a man is saying you're a bad person you're a bad person you're a bad person you're a bad person if you reject that regularly throughout the day if you just you're gonna, you're going to grow in strength of mm-hmm. i'm not mm
3: hmm mm
4: if you have a person right who walks with you you 're a good person you 're a good person, God that cares for you you 're valuable to him, and you receive that you 'll also grow in that sort of uh, strength. This is what uh, Ignatius sees, so we are to understand spiritual desolation as a trial that a loving God permits for one reason for us to reject not to not to wonder why does this happen. Hmm. Not to wonder, oh, well, maybe, maybe um, there is some truth here. Maybe I shouldn't be a farmer. If God wants me not to be a farmer, he will reveal that in spiritual consolation.
2: And I think that's an important point, right? That we, we hear God's voice in consolation. <laughs> that's right. And if, and if there's one thing that I, that I always remember of the, the Ignatian rules of discernment, what I've learned is never act in desolation. Like, we should never <laughs> act... Out of desolation, because we're not listening to God's That's voice. Right. We
4: should never follow what desolation is saying. Yes. The only act we should do in spiritual desolation is reject it mm-hmm. yeah, and so, carry out our daily duty.
2: Mm. Yeah. So to keep doing what you're doing, you yeah. know, in a, a, right. uh, in spiritual direction, yeah. to say like if if what you're doing and in, in you're in in desolation, yeah. but what you've been doing has been working, keep doing it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now,
2: now is not the time to make a change.
4: So so you're taking us back to rule five. Uh, Ignatius says never make a change. Make a change, yes. Never make a change that's being proposed by spiritual desolation. Never make a never mm. make a uh, a change if if spiritual desolation is saying something that's going to make you change what uh you you had decided and committed to before that that's the rule 5 says never make a change. Mm. So that's six, six six and and seven. seven. Very good. Very good. Rule eight, rule eight is, is a combination. uh, Once again, in, in a time of spiritual desolation, as you can see, Ignatius has all kinds of rules of what to do in a time of spiritual desolation Mm -hmm. in order to resist and reject spiritual desolation. And rule eight says, um, in a time of spiritual desolation, work, work, he uses the language of work, put effort Mm -hmm. into being patient.
2: That's a big order.
4: It's a huge order. (laughs) But when you think about it, ladies, when you think about it, one of the most, right, what does spiritual desolation do? It agitates, it Mm -hmm. discourages, and which leads to uh, the inside becoming impatient. So we want to do
2: something to fix it. That's my experience.
4: Like, I'm going to fix it. If I just move something,
2: I'll fix Uh, it because it's my impatience to wait.
3: And what I'm hearing is that spiritual desolation causes a laziness in us. Right? Which is right. why Ignatius would say yeah. you have to work towards yeah. something. Yes. No, you're right. Because the laziness that comes from I shouldn't be a farmer or I'm right. really not it meant ta- to be a teacher.
4: It takes so, life from the heart.
3: Yes. And so I'm just gonna lay down and take it yeah. is the laziness that comes from
4: it disheartens. Mm-hmm. It discourages spiritual desolation takes life from the heart. Yes. Yes. It's heavy it's cold. It's dark. Huh? Uh, and I don't mean those terms in just big, dramatic ways, no. but just in the smallest ways. You have a bad class mm-hmm. as a teacher, and there's uh, the, the, this t- is taking life away from you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So to work to be patient, and then second, same rule, rule eight says two things. To think, to think, consolation will return. Mm. Oh, beautiful. So now it points toward a hope-filled for future. Patient in the present, consolation will return. Been here, done that. Ah. This is how it goes. This is yeah. life. This, this is, is life with happens. Jesus. This is how it works.
2: Wonderful. So to
4: work to be patient and be consoled with the thought that consolation will return.
2: Thank well, you. listeners, we're going to ask you to be patient as yeah, we ta- right? as we take another break and a little a little right. break, yeah. And that we'll get more about consolation after the break. Don't go
0: away, fast. Don't go away. <laughs> this is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
2: From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
3: Good morning, Real Presence Radio family. Welcome back to the show. I'm Kelly Schneider, joined by Amanda EllerCamp. I'm actually Kelly Schneider, led by Amanda EllerCamp <laughs> on the radio this morning. A quick reminder before we get back to Monsignor, hey, download the app. The Real Presence yeah, Radio I'm app. I that. have the app. Do you guys have the app? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's you a great app. I, you can listen anywhere. You can get back to the podcast. You can listen to the show again, which I'm yeah. going to have to do because I can't write fast enough <laughs> as he's talking. So, Monsignor, can we delve in and just finish up some thoughts on eight, working to be patient? Yeah. Working to be patient, and, and a little bit about that. And I, I'm struck by that because, yeah, work. Like God wants us to work for something. And I think that's really profound. So a few finishing thoughts on on eight and then moving into nine.
4: Yeah, I I think there's some real encouragement uh, around that to to see that just working to be patient pleases God. Mm -hmm. How Working for it. Mm
1: -hmm. So so
4: to be able to name a good practice is to be able to name um, the feeling of impatience, the thoughts that cause impatience, the desires that cause impatience. And uh, to really start naming them as uh, this this uh, movement of spiritual desolation and to really start working against them. And so in order to do that, at least for me, I really very often have to replace wanting to get something done to just have the value of being patient. That that in this moment it's more valuable that I accomplish less and be patient uh be patient more, but uh, but this work to be patient, which I think also fits theologically, right? God is love, and the first thing the first thing Saint Paul says is love is patient.
2: Mm-hmm. So and to be patient mm-hmm. with ourselves, you know, because there's that mm-hmm. you know when you said at the beginning there, Monsignor, if he working towards mm-hmm. patience pleases God, that it's not he's not act asking us to be perfectly patient, right. Right. you know, and I think yes. sometimes we fall into that all or nothing, right? Well, yeah. if I can't do it all the way, I'm just not going to do it at all. In yes. particular, when we're in desolation, like it, it feeds into that voice of, of, mm. of that, which is not of God, that you're not good enough. You're never going to figure that out. You yes. can't do it. Just that little bit of like, no, I'm going to take this one little step. I'm going to do this one thing. And that's pleasing to God. And it's a step towards God and away from that desolation, which is, which is pulling us down. And, and I think,
4: I think, uh, the underlying thing that causes most of impatience is a certain thought of, I'm failing. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, enough. I should be, I should be able to make this happen.
1: Mm-hmm. I
4: should be controlling this. Um, if I was, if I was more this or that, I would be, and it's, precisely those thoughts that come from spiritual desolation that make one want to assert their will which mm. is what impatience is mm-hmm. so I think working to be patient <laughs> involves working to be a, to, to not believe these, these thoughts that are speaking failure, inadequacy uh, whatever mm-hmm. that then push up a person into that
3: Monsignor Tom Richter, pastor of Queen of Peace um, here on Real Presence Radio. Monsignor, I want to get us to 9. Rule
4: 9. Let's get us to 9. Very good. Rule 9, which is the most unique rule of all 14. Because rule nine doesn't actually say what to do in spiritual desolation or spiritual consolation or what not to do. It doesn't describe uh, spiritual desolation or consolation. It doesn't say anything around how to actually discern. Rule nine is Ignatius simply addressing one question that he knows is in the minds of everyone uh, who are going to read these rules. And that question is, why does God allow spiritual desolation? And so, rule nine is him. It's more apologetic, and in it's it's just uh. apologetic. It's, it's an explanation to 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 please the intellect, so that uh, that the person can see this is reasonable. <laughs> this setup. Of how God does this is reasonable. So so rule nine is what are the three what are the three principal reasons? He says principles, there could be more. What are the three principal reasons as to why God allows spiritual desolation? Doesn't cause, allows. And these are the three. First, he says he allows the enemy to act in us towards us. First, if we've become if we've become slothful or negligent in our relationship with God.
1: Hmm.
4: Now, I I always caution my students about that, that one shouldn't immediately conclude this is happening because I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because that can be very dangerous, and that is precisely what the enemy's after (laughs) in spiritual desolation. Yes. That this is happening because you're a loser.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
4: Okay. So So, that's interesting. So one needs to be careful about that. Yep. So one needs to understand slothful and negligent rightly. Namely, the first reason should be seen as it's a, it's a wake up call. I'm moving away from God. Hmm. I'm not turning to him in my need. I don't feel my need for him. And so how does God get me to feel my need? by uh, a, a, a movement of desolation. So now I start turning and waking up and stir- turning to God again, being aware of how much I need him again.
3: It's an alarm system.
4: Yeah. So, so I, would, I, I like to present the first reason as a wake-up call, an alarm, etc. Uh-huh. Okay? Hmm. You know, th- this is a dramatic thing. It's, it's kind of like when there is an untimely death, you read about in the paper mm-hmm. or your family and you say, oh my gosh, am, if, if, if my life ended today, am I ready? It's a mm-hmm. raising awareness mm-hmm. of my need for God. Mm-hmm. The second, the second uh, reason Ignatius says that he, God allows this is for, is, is for us to reveal the motive, the purity of our heart. Mm. To reveal the purity of our heart. So, for example, it's cliche, but it's true. He's revealing to us, (laughs) do we love the consolation of God or do we love the God of consolation? Mm. Hmm. And so he, for Ignatius, he's saying in a time of spiritual desolation really reveals to me, whether I love God for God's sake or just for consolation.
2: Hmm. Yeah. So am I in love with the feeling
4: or the being? Exactly. Uh Exactly. So am I willing to fight for God and to believe him and to believe what he revealed to me in this time of spiritual desolation or only when he feels close, only when, um, and so the, the imagery used by Ignatius is, am I a patriot or a mercenary? Right, A mercenary is someone who goes in and fights for another country and they pay him for it. But once the pay runs out, mm-hmm. they stop fighting. Mm-hmm. A patriot fights for his country, whether he's paid or not. Mm-hmm. And so in a time of desolation, you're fighting for God. You're fighting to believe what he has uh, revealed to me. Fighting to cling to that, to turn to him. And so yeah. desolation the time of spiritual desolation is to reveal to me, oh my gosh, I, I really, at the end of the day, God is a, too much of a Santa Claus for me and I love the gifts he brings, namely the consolation of God. But wanting him for his sake is something my heart needs to be purified around. So it reveals the motive of the heart and so it should reveal to the person, Lord, purify my heart. Purify my heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, The third reason um, uh, Ignatius gives is to reveal to us, and this is powerful, that we don't cause any of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't cause spiritual consolation. We don't cause spiritual desolation. We don't cause any of it. Right? Because when when one is uh, in a time of spiritual consolation, wow. I'm seven feet tall and bulletproof Yeah. and I'm just praying like a wild dog. <laughs> Again, like our, our faith in ourselves
2: instead of, that, of right. God, you know, right. or that yeah. trust, like I can, yes. I can fix it. I can pull myself mm-hmm. up on my bootstraps and look, right. no, here I did. I'm i right. I'm up here. That's right.
4: And faith in, and also faith and, and trust in this affective experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Right. And that somehow I'm going to, I'm going to manage this and control this and, and this is all happening because I'm, I'm, uh, responding so well to God. Yeah. Right. The, the, the point is, the point is uh, being a saint doesn't mean avoiding desolation. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus
4: experienced spiritual desolation. The blessed mother experienced spiritual desolation is an activity of the enemy. I don't cause it. I have a choice to reject it or not. Jesus and Mary never, ever, 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 ever consented to it. Sure. Always rejected it.
2: But it was a reality in their lives. But it's lives, a reality in yeah. their yeah.
4: life. Huh? I love that. The temptation thing. of yeah. Jesus in the desert. Yeah. What is that? Mm-hmm. It's spiritual desolation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so the third is about giving a humble heart.
3: Huh.
4: A humble, grateful heart, which is a huge underlying thing Mm -hmm. if one knows the rules well one sees underlying all the rules a humble grateful heart that these rule that uh this is this is um what is given to to a person beautiful so in a time of consolation i go to being humble and grateful like who am who am i lord that you would bless me so much.
2: Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you, Monsignor Richter, for being with us. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Listeners, don't go away. We've got a whole nother hour of Real Presence Live coming right at you. Stay with us through the break. We want to be with you on this first day of autumn. God bless you.